0: Welcome to the Growth Mindset Gal podcast with your host, me Allie Brooke. I help the everyday woman grow her mindset and spirituality in her daily life in order to break comparison to the Instagram perfect lifestyle. Join me as we navigate the stress and anxiety of our daily routines and reclaim our power to cultivate our most authentic life. Let's start romanticizing the mundane together. Hi guys, and welcome back to the Growth Mindset Gal podcast with your host, me, Allie Brooke. Happy Mindful Monday, everyone. I hope you are enjoying your extended three-day weekend. I'm currently recording Monday today on Labor Day, so I hope you guys are just enjoying the time off, relaxing, and also setting up for the week ahead of us. And you you know what's so funny? I was actually listening to The radio station up here and they're talking about how like Labor Day weekend is like our shift from summer and like relaxing and like chill vibes to fall where it's like back to like work and structure and and things like that and I kind of I kind of agree with that where like today it's Monday so today I'm like doing stuff to like prepare for the week. So for example, on Saturday, Nate and I did like a little bit of, you know, shopping to get more stuff for um, the apartment and things like that. And then yesterday, Sunday, we went on this like beautiful, it was first of all up here, this three-day weekend, you couldn't have asked for a better three-day weekend because all the days since like friday have been absolutely gorgeous and we went on a beautiful 20 mile bike ride and it was like about took us two hours to do it but it was like sunny but it wasn't hot and there was like shady spots in nature and it was beautiful Uh, it was just like a such a fun experience and now today it's Monday so it's kind of like doing the mental shift of all right I relaxed I did some self care this weekend because starting tomorrow which is Tuesday I start the you know faculty and staff um professional development and getting the school year started at my new school which I'm super excited about so Monday is kind of the wind down of like the summer mindset of you know go to the beach and relaxing and um going by the pool and and stuff like that and now it's gearing towards all right the school year (laughs) is starting and kind of getting back into that routine and structure and and all of those things and getting into fall which i'm very excited about fall because i'm loving this weather but man oh man you know when like you're just over hot weather and you're just done sweating That's where I'm at. Like, I'm enjoying the three day weekend. I'm like, oh, it's so beautiful, but like, I can't wait for fall. I'm very excited. So, today, for my, you know, gearing up for the week, I'm making this podcast episode for you guys. I am going food shopping. I'm going to go to my classroom and set up a little bit more and all of those things. So, it's okay if you're kind of feeling in this Labor Day weekend that like you're excited that fall is coming, but there's like kind of this weird subconscious shift as like a society that we have where it's like, ah, the summer and fun is over and now we're gearing into fall. But you know what? I also realized that a lot of people are like getting excited and so ready for the fall. Like I'm seeing fall things everywhere. It was literally September 1st. And my mom and my sister posted some like a story on Instagram be like, hello, fall with, like pumpkins and leaves falling and stuff like that. They're like, they are fall queens. Those two, let me tell you. And it's funny. and I think I talked about this before, where I used to be such a summer gal, like I love the summer, I'm off and the sun and the beach and the pool and all the things. But now as I'm getting older, I'm really finding a better appreciation for fall. And especially now that I live upstate, like I'm ready for the upstate fall, I'm ready for the beautiful foliage. So that's kind of where I'm at today with just getting that shift from the summer to the fall and structure and work and all of those things. So I hope you guys are enjoying today and thank you so much for listening. Thank you for subscribing and rating and reviewing. Thank you for following me on Spotify. And if you haven't already done so, please leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. It would mean the absolute world to me. And make sure to join the Instagram broadcast channel. We actually just started a new book for our September book club, which is The Comfort Zone by Kristen Butler. And guys, I'm gonna put this in the show notes. I'm gonna link it. I highly recommend it. I'm gonna do an episode on it and you know, later on, like I always do. And let me tell you, I'm absolutely loving it. It's a very helpful read, and it's it shares such good information about how we always are told that the comfort zone is where you get stuck. And I even said that because that's just you know in the wheelhouse of what we talk about with wellness. But now that I'm reading this book, you guys. I see the comfort zone in a whole different way. And I think you guys will really enjoy this book. And it's an easy read. And she uses such helpful steps and tools to explain how the comfort zone actually is the best place to be when you're trying to reach your goals and whatever journey that you're going on with your wellness and all of those things. So again, I'm going to link it in the show notes and read along with me. I'm gonna be posting stuff in the Instagram broadcast channel, which is also linked in the show notes. So if you haven't already joined, make sure to join if you're interested in the book club. So again, thank you guys so much for tuning in and let's jump into today's episode. Hey, Growth Mindset Gang. Have you ever been super overwhelmed, anxious, or stressed in your life due to maybe your job, your relationships, your friendships, your family, and you have all this inner turmoil and it can seem like there is no way out? I felt that way. I remember when I was on the train to work one day and I had this super influx of anxiety and I didn't even know where it was coming from. And I would talk to my friends and family and significant others about it, but I needed something more. I needed to talk to a professional. And so I started going to therapy because I realized I shouldn't live like this and neither should you. So today's sponsor is brought to you by BetterHelp, which is here to help you. BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained to listen and help you. Talk to your therapist in a private online environment at your convenience. There is a broad range of expertise in BetterHelp's 20,000-plus therapist network that gives you the access to the help that may not be available in your area. You just need to fill out a questionnaire to help assess your specific needs, and then you get matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. That is two days, you guys. Then, you schedule a secure video and phone sessions. Plus, you can exchange unlimited messages, and everything you share is completely confidential. I actually used BetterHelp when I started my therapy journey. It was one of the first options I looked at because I felt like I was so busy all the time. When would I have time to go to find a therapist and then go to therapy? And I remember I took a very simple questionnaire and they matched me with a therapist she was super helpful and useful and i was able to text her whenever i was feeling anxious and i was like this is amazing right and i know therapy can be a little intimidating at first and it kind of feels like dating and you kind of go through the different aspects and motions of it but with better help if you're not feeling the therapist that they gave you they will Switch it up and find someone better for you. So it takes the stress from you with finding a therapist that works. And you can request a new therapist at no additional charge at any time. So join the 2 million plus people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist. And let me tell you, from my own experience with therapy, it is so amazing to talk to a professional about your anxiety and have them kind of go through specific scenarios and conversations with you so you don't feel alone and they give you helpful tools in order to take on and combat your overwhelm, your anxiety, and your stress because you guys know we shouldn't be living like this and we shouldn't be living stuck in our own heads and we should enjoy life and talking to a professional can definitely help with us to switch our perspective and grow our mindset. You can get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash TheGrowthMindsetGal. That's BetterHelp.com slash TheGrowthMindsetGal. That link is going to be in my show notes. And if you're interested in therapy, this would be a beautiful, wonderful first step to see if this can work for you. And I hope you guys enjoy the services that it provides. And I hope that it helps you in your mindset journey. All right, gang. So let's get into what we're talking about today. So this episode is all about learning how you process information and learning and then also how that can impact you on your mindset journey or your wellness journey and how to create self-care routines surrounding the way that you process information. Because a lot of people are always like, "Oh, I want to try self-care routines, but I don't really know like which ones to do because I Everyone says to do this, but I don't really like that self-care routine. How do I know which one is best for me and all of those things? So that's what I'm maybe, um talking and sharing with you today so i'm going to be getting this information from my nlp certification program that i'm continuing to go through and uh, from david key and it's a great program and i i love just learning all of these wonderful things for you guys so in the process of getting certified because you know the move happened and just like life is everywhere but i want to share a little tidbits of what i've been learning and for those of you who don't know nlp is neurolinguistic linguistic processing so nlp is learning about how your brain processes information to create the reality that you perceive in this life and how you process information affects your mindset how it affects your behaviors your emotions your relationships all of those things so it's really great to just understand how your brain works and i think that's just so interesting And so that's why i wanted to share this cool information with you today so it's actually funny i knew some of this nlp information actually from my teaching you know certification of going to school with my undergrad and graduate work in education i actually know some of these things because when you go to teacher school (laughs) they teach you you know how people process information because obviously you're teaching people how to you know obtain information and That's one of the really cool things that I loved about learning how to teach is the psychology behind it and how to reach all different people with information because everyone learns differently, which is so cool and so interesting. And that's what makes us all so unique and amazing and and sharing our gifts and talents is because even the way we obtain information serves us differently. So I'm going to be talking about the three main, there's five, but I'm going to talk about the three main ways that we obtain information, we process the world around us and things like that. And this might sound a little bit familiar for you guys, um, depending on what profession you're in or your own research and things like that. And so the first um, zone of learning, if you will, or processing information is visual, then auditory and kinesthetic. And those are the three modalities of which most people obtain information. So, for example, visual learners. And if I can find one, I'm gonna find like a little test. If you're not sure um, what zone you fall into, I'll put a little survey um, in here. I'll find you know something online. There's so many you know surveys online to figure out what type of learner you are. And it's also interesting to know that you can be kind of a cusp of two um, or a mix of all three. It really kind of depends on what information you're obtaining and stuff like that. So, you know, it's not gonna be like 100%, oh, you're 100% visual, you might be a little mix of some of them. So my visual people, you learn the best by watching, okay, using your eyes. You are all about learning and processing information from watching the world around you. So for example, this is directly from my, uh, the coaching program that I'm taking. So visual people. So listen up. This might, let me know if this resonates with you if you're a visual learner. Visual people are neat and orderly. They're organized. They're appearance oriented, right? Because you're seeing, okay? You're very observant. You're a very good speller you have a great like photographic memory you tend to be a little bit more on the quiet side you're very deliberate you like to read you have difficulty remembering verbal cues so like let's say you're asking for directions to someone and instead of someone giving you a map they're like oh you go down this street you make a left you make a right like you can't you were like what did you just do you would rather have a map in front of you right um and also they are distracted by like noise, okay? So if you are a visual learner, usually in school, cause I'm just coming at you from like a school perspective, right? You loved doing activities with pictures. You loved doing activities where you watched a video. You like doing activities where, you know, maybe there was a big map on the board and you went through the map. Or you learn the best when you watch the teacher show you how to do the activity. Right. Or with a visual learner, you enjoyed, you know, looking at stuff in books like the pictures in the books and, and all of those things where you love doing like notes too, like looking at the notes on the screen and, and copying them down. You're a very, like notes oriented learner and things like that, where you didn't really like doing debates. You didn't really enjoy group work too much unless there was like pictures involved. Um, you didn't really enjoy like stuff like where you had to do learning where you had to get up and move and and all those things you'd rather just sit down take the notes watch the video and stuff like that where online courses for you like rock like visual learners they enjoy online courses because you're just at the computer you're sometimes watching a video you're you're going through like you love powerpoints and slideshows that's visual right and so that's how you learn and you process information. Now, my auditory people, and now I actually took a survey a while ago of my learning, and mine is mostly auditory um, with a little bit of a mix of visual. So, my auditory people, you love music and you're able to speak different languages very easily, right? Um, you talk to yourself a lot and you can repeat back what people say to you. So, for example, with the um, direction scenario, you would rather someone tell you, okay, you're going to go down the road at the stop sign make a left, then you're going to go down that road, you're going to see the name of the road, and then you're going to make a right there. You'd rather do that than have a map. If you're an auditory learner, you learn by listening. Um, You do get easily distracted by noise specifically. And then you are able to memorize things that are like spoken to you. You love steps and procedures and math is actually not your strong suit specifically for an auditory learner. Because if you think about it, math is very visual too. Cause you're like watching how math is done. And let me tell you as a big audio person myself is learning, you love to listen. That's how you learn. You listen to things like I would rather, for me specifically talking about from like school perspective, I would rather sit and listen to a lecture or listen to a debate and things like that than do anything kinesthetic. I would rather sit there and listen. Auditory people learn the best when they're having conversations with people. Like that's how I remember a lot of things is from I heard them somewhere that's why i love listening to podcasts so if you're a big auditory learner you love listening to podcasts to learn information because that's what you're doing You're auditory you're listening to information you love talking to people you love listening to music like to calm yourself down you may listen to a really good playlist and things like that and when you are in you know school and stuff like that videos also helped you know as well because that's also auditory but you thrived in class discussions you loved debates you loved when the teacher would just talk and talk and and share stories and things like that Um, and when you're an auditory learner that's how you process information you are all about remembering what people have told you what you've heard all of that stuff okay and last but not least so again i personally when i took the um survey like i think i took it in like grad school when i really learned about this i was mostly auditory and um visual now my kinesthetic people my kinesthetic learners you love moving around so you are physically oriented so that means you love to move around you move around a lot and you respond to physical rewards, you have physical reactions to things, you point when you read, you do a lot of gestures, you respond physically, memories are walking landmarks and you learn by doing. So kinesthetic learners loved, I'm just gonna take a sip of my protein and collagen coffee. Okay, my kinesthetic learners, you learn the best when you were doing like activities in class. Like for example, if it was like a science lab, you loved doing science labs because you're walking around, you're using the microscope, things like that. Or in class, even if you were doing a debate in class, you liked it because I was kinesthetic or you liked doing activities where you walked around the room or like station work, you loved, you know, Classes like gym or you know technology or shop whatever that they would call it because you're constantly like you like building stuff right and you learn by doing so my kinesthetic people if you did not enjoy sitting at a desk and listening to the teacher talk kinesthetic learner kinesthetic learners they learn by doing something right so if you want to learn something new you would maybe put on a video, let's say you were at home and you want to learn like a new cooking recipe, right? You would two different ways. You can be watching a video and doing the steps with the person in the video, or maybe someone would come over and they would show you how to do it, but as they're showing you, you're doing it like with them. So you learn by doing, by activities, okay? And you remember things by like the movement. Okay. And you react physically to things. So you, you're very like in your body kinesthetic learners, right? And visual and audio are more like in their heads, if that makes more sense. Okay. And so those are the three major ways to obtain information, visual, auditory, kinesthetic, right? And how to process information. So visual people, they you know they always look, they see, they view something, they show something. Auditory, they hear, they listen, sounds are everything to them. And then kinesthetic is feeling, touching the flow, um, tapping into things, like that's how they speak and stuff like that. So you might even know if you're by your learning style about the words that you use, which I thought was really cool. So like I just said, visual people often say, look at this, did you see that? I want to show you something. Auditory people say, can you listen to me? I'm speechless, did you resonate with that? They love to talk, right? They're using words that's surrounding talking and hearing. And kinesthetic people usually say, I feel like something's going on right now. I need to shift my mindset. I need to tap into my higher self, right? That's talking about movement and things like that. It's really interesting, and how you process information, your body also reacts, right? So visual people, when they're talking, they they surround themselves with like their eyes, right? So they move their eyes a lot. They um, their kind of hands are more towards their eyes when they're speaking, and auditory people are heavily around like the mouth so it watch someone talking if they're auditory watch how they talk a lot of the times they like touch their chin they're by their mouth auditory people also when they speak which is actually really interesting they move their lips like a lot like they emphasize when they talk their lip movement so people can like read their lips very well and then kinesthetic people they move around when they talk so if you're ever talking to someone they're kind of shifting back and forth or they pace a lot and things like that they're very in their body when they're communicating with you kinesthetic so i find that stuff so interesting it's so cool how you process information so very simple visual you're all about looking at things auditory is hearing and listening kinesthetic is movement so, based on how you obtain information, you can use that of how best you learn different ways, right? But it also helps you in your mindset journey of different habits and routines that help you the best, because you may be someone who's kinesthetic. And then someone's like, "Oh, write a journal entry." and you're like, "That doesn't do anything for me. Why doesn't journaling help me at all?" Well, it's because, Instead of writing in a journal, you would rather go for a walk and things like that. So let me get into, now that we understand the different modalities of processing information, let's get into different examples of how knowing that information can help you find a better mindset routine. Hey, Growth Mindset Gang, have you been struggling with finding the right health and wellness products to help you with your fitness goals because I've been struggling with it lately. I have been looking for ways that I can grow muscle. I've been looking for ways to endure longer workouts, especially after a long day of work. And my true goal for my fitness journey is to just become stronger and be able to survive. the end of the day workout and I have found a fantastic health and wellness nutrition brand first form. First Form has such amazing products that really can help us on an individual level with our health and fitness goals. Some of my favorites that I've been trying out is the Level 1 Protein Caramel Latte. Let me tell you guys, it tastes amazing. And Level 1 Protein has helped me stay fuller longer. I've been putting it in my coffee in the morning because some days I wake up but I'm just not hungry right away. And unfortunately I have coffee and we all know having coffee on an empty stomach ain't it. So. I started putting protein in my coffee to help fill me up so that way I don't get that anxiety crash midday if I'm just having coffee at first and also I've been putting in my coffee the amazing salted caramel collagen powder oh my god you guys it tastes first of all also tastes amazing and I can even tell the difference between my hair skin and nails my skin has definitely looked clear my hair I've been seeing it in some mirrors and I'm like wow she's shiny and also my nails haven't been breaking you know as frequently as they do between the two weeks that I get them done it's been helping me so much I'm also been using the pre-workout pink lemonade and this has been really helping me get through those after work workouts I work from 4 to 5 p.m. and let me tell you Before this pre-workout, I would be struggling after a strength session and walking on the treadmill. I would be screaming. But now, after I'm done with my strength workout, I am still pumped to get on that treadmill and last the entire hour of my workout. And also, it tastes really good. And I've never used pre-workout before, so I was a little nervous if it's going to make me anxious and things like that. But this pre-workout has helped me so much with good long-lasting energy in a workout that doesn't carry on beyond the gym. It's not like I can't fall asleep at night. So these products have been very inviting and very easy to use, where I've always been a little bit timid of going into protein powders and pre-workout because usually when I see them, they're kind of intimidating to look at. But First Form is such a wonderful brand. They also have vegan options as well for protein powders, collagen, pre-workout, so on and so forth. And last but not least, I'm also in love with their protein bars the chocolate chip cookie dough fan favorite of the house Nate and I love those protein bars we put in our bags in the morning and that's our little snack right before we work out so that way because you know that after work workout we are starving so having that protein bar right before the workout helps me sustain my energy and help with my muscle growth because those are the goals so If you are interested in exploring these products to improve your fitness journey, the links are in my show notes. And also feel free to DM me on Instagram at the growth mindset gal for any questions that you may have on different types of products. Absolutely love, highly recommend. All right, friends. So let's get into different examples of, based on how you process information and how you learn, can help you with your mindset routines and self-care routines and stuff like that. Because it connects knowing this information by realizing, how you process information helps you change your mindset and your wellness journey in whatever direction you want to go in so if you've been doing self-care routines and you're like none of this is working you may have just been doing the wrong self-care routines that doesn't align with how you process information because when you're going through a mindset journey you're constantly processing information right and maybe your coping skills for like stress management and shifting from low self esteem and like all those things and decisiveness, perhaps th- things aren't working for you. And it's really, you know, discouraging you from continuing your journey because you're doing the wrong thing, because the way you process information doesn't align with the habit you're trying to implement to process going through your wellness journey. So let me start with my visual people. So remember visual people, you obtain the best information. You learn the best from watching, right? Seeing. So my visual people, you love a good vision board. Like that's the most obvious one. And it's so funny that I realized this situation because everyone was always like, oh, make a vision board and like plan out your goals and things like that. And I was like, I never had any interest in a vision board, never in at any point in my mindset journey. And that's because I'm an auditory person, right? So that's what I'm saying. You may not like different self-care routines simply because it doesn't align with you and like that's totally fine. So my vision board is for my visuals. Also, if you are maybe feeling stressed out, right? For my visual people, maybe sitting outside, like having a beautiful view of something relaxes you, right? So let's say you are feeling yet a rough day at work, right? You're stressed out some of the best things you can do is just go somewhere and sit down and look at the beautiful view, whether it's nature, whether it's the ocean, whether you live by a lake or like, for example, me, my balcony is on the Hudson River. That's very calming of a view to watch, right? Or when you come home, if you had a rough day at work, you usually like watching like your favorite show, that's visual. Okay, you like learning self-care routines from watching people do them. So you love going on YouTube and watching your favorite um, wellness influencer, if you will, or wellness expert show you how to do something, right? So you love all those like get ready with me, self-care routines on like TikTok and stuff like that. That's where you get your ideas best from. So you love watching videos getting a great view, Um, your vision boards are really helpful. Also something that can help you relax when you're a visual learner is like coloring and painting because that's very visual, right? That's a huge thing that you can do, all right? So if you have kind of been struggling with a self-care routine and you process things visually, what makes you feel better is seeing better things. Okay, or you can even, what a lot of people do is they go on YouTube and they even watch videos that are just like pretty, you know, backgrounds of things to help you get things done. Like I'm a little bit visual, so sometimes what I like to do is um, I'll be reading a book, let's say I'm inside and I'm reading a book, I'll go on YouTube and search up like pretty lake views, right, and it's like that ongoing video with a beautiful background. I'll do that because it gets to my visual of like calm, serene and stuff like that so if you want to implement self-care routines do a lot of looking and seeing Reading's a big one also for my visual learners and you love to read because think about it when you're reading especially if you're reading maybe a little bit self-development but when you're reading like a good like fantasy book or you know fiction of any kind you are visualizing the story while you read Right? So reading is a big thing for self care for visual, right? So when you come home, your best thing that you can do if you had like a stressful day is you can maybe sit outside if you can, because nature is everything, but or at least sit by a window right? You also love people watching, like a big visual person, you love people watching. So maybe if you sit by a window and you are just like watching what's going on outside, maybe have a book near you, or maybe you're creating a vision board and stuff like that. Okay. So visual, if you want better self-care routines, it's always what you're seeing, what you're watching, what you're looking at, what you're observing, things like that. For my auditory people okay best self-care routines can have multiple different things so listening to podcasts is a big one if you want to learn new things <laughs> here i am being an auditory learner having a podcast always listening to podcasts it's so funny podcasts have become such a big part of my life because i realized that was a really big um helpful tool in my mindset journey so I realized because I'm an auditory learner, I don't even listen, I rarely listen to music. It's actually kind of crazy. I always just listen to podcasts. So if you're an auditory person, podcasts are a big thing. Talking, like talk therapy. So I also thrive with my therapist is talk therapy. So as an auditory person, I'm able to relieve stress by talking about it and resolving it through that. So talking about your stress and venting in a healthy way, right? Listening to podcasts, listening to calming music. Like when I want to get things done, I always listen to lo-fi music. It's very chill vibes. And I listen to lo-fi music when I'm doing work. Some people you can even go YouTube or even Spotify or Apple music or podcast and just like play like nature sounds, right? Sounds are everything to my auditory people so if you are feeling overwhelmed and if you need to relax find some calming music calming sounds there's also that frequency that's really calming i forget what it is let me i can even like for anxiety I, let me google it right now what frequency calms anxiety let's see i didn't type that right, right at all oh here it is it's from google and it's like 432 hertz is the closest frequency to the natural human frequency that's fun Um, music with slow and melodies provide emotional and physical relaxation and listeners there you go 432 hertz music right from google so it calms you down so my auditory people listen to things that relax you even reading can also be um a little relaxing but instead of maybe reading, maybe you listen to like the audio, (laughs) the audio book from that, whatever serves you best. Um, My visual and auditory people, you thrive with journal prompts. You like doing that sort of stuff. So when someone says, hey, here's a journal prompt for you to help kind of dive into, you know, what serves you, more visual people do enjoy journal prompts but audio can also step into that a little bit too but my audio people you really do thrive with having conversations with people about stuff that is bothering you so listening talking is all for my auditory people with self-care okay last but not least my kinesthetic move that body okay my kinesthetic people so a big self-care for you is going on those hot girl walks that's a big one for you but even hot girl walks can go a little bit into visual because if you're walking around you have beautiful scenery things like that but definitely walking okay doing physical activity helps you to relieve stress for my kinesthetic people so maybe that's doing yoga maybe that's doing pilates maybe that's just doing you know a strength workout to relieve stress right? You enjoy um, doing like group activities as kinesthetic, like doing some movement with people for self-care. So most of your self-care routines are activities. So maybe if you're kinesthetic, you wake up in the morning and you do like a a. 6am, you know, yoga class before you go to work to kind of set your mind right for the day. Or maybe you had a rough day at work, And you kind of want to unwind my kinesthetic people. Sometimes you may even go for a a walk after work. Maybe a big thing with kinesthetic, dancing. Dancing is one of the big like stressful leaves, especially if you're kinesthetic, move, dance, listen to some great tunes and just dance, okay? Even drawing and painting, even though that's mostly visual, that can also steep into kinesthetic because you're moving, right? You're painting, you're moving the brush up and down, you're coloring something, that's an activity. So coloring and painting can be visual and kinesthetic, right? So do you see how like it's not one size fits all that like different learning modalities and activities can kind of interconnect with each other? Imagine, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, my kinesthetic learners, but my visual and auditory people are that are listening, imagine, okay, or even my kinesthetic, okay? Imagine drawing. <laughs> There's those three circles, right? So one circle is visual, one circle is auditory, one circle is kinesthetic. And then in the center, all three of them interconnect. That's how this kind of system works. It's not like one size fits all. It's like a three-circle Venn diagram, if you will so they all a little bit interconnect with each other so for example let's say you take the survey and you're auditory kinesthetic one of the things that you can do to relieve stress is go for a walk and listen to a podcast that hits both or let's say you are a auditory and visual you can watch videos that calm you and stuff like that so there's many different things that you can do that can help you on your wellness journey like kinesthetic people you love to even go exploring like you love doing like activities to make you feel happier it's actually really interesting i can even put a a great example so think of vacation think of the stuff you like to do on vacation. That shows what mode of self-care can help you based on how you process information. So for example, I'll give you a very real (laughs) um, example. So I'm visual and auditory. The growth mindset guy, Nate, all kinesthetic. So It's funny when we talk about going on trips and vacations, we're like, oh, what things do we want to do? My perfect realm, (laughs) a vacation, let's say we're going, you know, somewhere, a tropical island if you will. I would want to lay on the beach and see the beautiful waves, right? Listen to the waves, listen to nature, and I love to read and listen to music and a podcast while I'm on the beach and talking and just hanging out on the beach, right? That's very visual and auditory, right? that's his worst nightmare that's not relaxing to him when he's on a trip or vacation he wants to go and do activities go walk around you know go maybe you know doing activities like hiking or going for a bike ride or you know going to like an amusement park and like having fun and doing those activities right so literally how you process information of what's relaxing what's not relaxing is determined by are you visual, auditory, or kinesthetic? And so that's another thing. If you're kinesthetic, yesterday going on a bike ride that inter- that interconnects with multiple different modes. So if you're auditory, kinesthetic, and visual, bike rides, walking can like going for a run outside can definitely like hit all three of those. Because when you when we were on the bike ride yesterday, let me tell you, beautiful scenery it was kinesthetic cause we were riding a bike. It was also auditory because Nate was um, jamming out to some good like chill vibes music and also just the sounds of nature, right? So we were going through all the processes. So it's funny, the activities that Nate and I enjoy doing to relax are like things like that, like riding a bike because that's kinesthetic for him and it's auditory and visual for me. So it's actually kind of fun to, Have conversations with your friends, your family, and your significant others, and figure out what kind of learners you are because that's how you process information. So if you know that if you want to hang out with someone and you know they're visual and your auditory, find an activity that you would both enjoy, right? Let's say you want to take a trip with your significant other. And, you know fi- have a vacation relax find a place that serves you both because you know how you process information and that then connects to what you enjoy to do when you relax and have your self-care and mindfulness routines for example with me because I'm auditory in the morning, I want to listen to uplifting podcasts. I want to listen to like affirmations and things like that. Like when I listen to affirmations, it helps me better. But like saying affirmations out loud and looking myself in the mirror, it never did anything for me and I was like, "Why wh- why does this not like do anything for me?" But if you're saying affirmations like in the mirror and looking at yourself, that's very visual. And I'm a tiny visual um processing. I'm more auditory. So if I'm like you know, just doing an activity, but I'm listening to the affirmations, I absorb them better than me just standing in front of the mirror and saying them to myself. But if you are a visual learner, standing in front of a mirror and saying affirmations to yourself while looking at yourself can be super uplifting and helpful. Okay? So you're not a bad person if like popular self-care routines and wellness and mindset habits don't align with you it's just simply they don't align with how you process information. So you have to find out what ways that you process information. Are you mostly visual, auditory, or kinesthetic? Or are you a mix of both, what have you? And then you can start looking at, okay, well, since I'm a kinesthetic learner, that's how I process information. What mindful habits and self-care routines can I implement into my day that helps with movement, right? and doing activities and I learn by doing things, right? So like kinesthetic people, they really love doing like group workouts, right? Cause you're all together, it's uplifting. So if someone's kinesthetic and you wanna do like a group activity, they would rather like go on a big walk with everybody, do a cool, like do a yoga class together, maybe even do like a painting activity together and stuff like that. Or like go like kayak and go for a hike all together, right? Where like audio people would rather like sit down at brunch and have conversations to bond with each other. Visual people, how they bond is like, let's watch a show together, let's go watch a movie together, let's go sit at the bench at the park and just like sit and like watch everything around us and like things like that. Okay. So It's, it's really fun to learn more about yourself and learn about others and how they process information because then you're able to take that information to create the reality that you want. Because people often say to me, they're like, you know, it's all about you, you create this reality that I want. How do I do that? You start by knowing how you process that reality. You want to create better self-care habits and have no clue where to even start, you have to start with, how do you process the reality that you live in to create the reality that you want? And one of the first steps in doing that is knowing, do you process the world from visuals? Do you process the world on sounds and what you hear and what people say? Or do you process the world by the activities that surround you, right? So it's really important to understand that people and yourself have different ways of processing information. And once you know that about somebody, their behaviors make more sense, their reactions and responses make more sense to things. And it's really fun to see it in live action because as a teacher, I see that every single day because when I make activities and lessons for my class, I have in that 40 minutes, I make sure I have something visual, something auditory, something kinesthetic to the best of my abilities. It doesn't have to be this grand big thing, but it could be little things because that's how I know they're gonna obtain this information the best. It's actually interesting. At the beginning of each year, I do two surveys with my students. I find out the type of learner that they are and where they are in their mindset. So they do like a fixed mindset, growth mindset survey, and then they do the kinesthetic auditory and visual learner, so I can understand kind of where they at, where they're at once they're in my class, right? So it's it's fun. I had one of my classes last year. They're such a great class, and they took um, this both surveys, and a lot of them were like on the verge of a growth mindset. Like they weren't all the way in a fixed mindset. They were kind of in the center, so there was room for growth to grow towards a growth mindset. And a lot of them were kinesthetic so i could not stand in front of the room for too long and do my little spiel of like here's a slide of notes here's a video i had to do that in very small you know parts of the class and then the majority of the lesson had to be kinesthetic because i knew that's how they learn best right so i made sure that there was a lot of station work there was gallery walks where they would walk around the room and they would make observations on the pictures that they saw we did a lot of debates and talking and like i said station work and activities and like i did a lot of like um you know solving the mystery and and connecting with clues to figure out information and and stuff like that because i knew that's what served them best there was actually another class they were not very kinesthetic they're more visual and auditory so for that lesson i taught the same things but I did more of class discussions, I did more videos, I did more, you know, listening to like historical podcasts and things like that and I'm taking notes while listening because that's what served them best, right? So it's really fun and important to know for yourself and the others around you what type of learner they are because that's how they process the world around them. And once you know how someone processes the world around them and how you process the world around yourself, you're able to make the adjustments to create the reality that you want. Growth Mindset Gang, I have an amazing offer to share with you. I have recently created a mindset coaching Program. Now, if you're listening and you struggle with imposter syndrome, people pleasing, overthinking, needing external validation, low self esteem, indecisiveness, perfectionism, fear of failure, or lack of confidence, this coaching program can be aligned and serve you with this coaching program, you would sign up with me for three months to receive a one-on-one coaching via Zoom. We would meet either weekly or bi-weekly for 45 minutes to about an hour and really get clear on your mindset journey and what's the woman or who's the woman you want to become. Along with the weekly or bi-weekly Zoom calls with me, you would have a daily accountability messaging with me via Slack, so I do my daily check-ins with you and see how you're doing with your progress in between our sessions. You will also have access to the resource library that I will create, where I will give you journal prompts, I will give you weekly self-reflection templates, I'll give you even book recommendations or we do a little mini book club together with a self-development book. Also, I'm going to be creating a Facebook group to also grow a community in this mindset coaching program. And if this feels aligned with you, you can also receive a huge investment discount if you are the first three to sign up with the three month coaching program. If you are interested in this coaching program, you feel aligned, or you just want to talk to me and test it out and see if it it works for you, you can click the link in my show notes to fill out a Google form to share with me what you want to work on and who's the woman that you want to become, how do you want to grow your mindset and fulfill and improve your mindset journey, and I will contact you. We hop on a discovery call for an hour, and we talk about what are you struggling with right now? right where do you want to see yourself in three months and I create a unique program just for you and I'm here to be your coach your supporter and help you in your journey so if this sounds amazing with you or you just want to see and test it out fill out that form and when you fill it out I'll contact you right away and help create a wonderful program to create your most authentic self All right, you guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please share it with someone that would find this very helpful. And if you enjoyed this episode, I would love it if you would share it on your story and tag me in it and let me know your major takeaways, what really resonated with you. Make sure to follow and rate me on Spotify, rate, subscribe, and review on Apple Podcasts. And thank you guys so much for the love and support. And remember, grow your mindset and look how far you'll go. I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. of the Boundless Audio Podcast Network.